Amid the changing things of the world, may our hearts be fixed when true joys are to be found. Taken from the collect of today's Mass. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Sigmund Freud, the father of modern psychiatry, made the unusual and very interesting remark in his book, Uneasiness in Civilization. I lack the courage to act as a prophet among my fellow men. And I accept this accusation that I am unable to offer them consolation. For consolation is something that everybody wants, the boldest revolutionaries, no less than the most fervent believers. Freud's surprising admission that psychoanalysis could not bring peace of mind holds true today in 2015. We have tried many, many ways to employ the prowess of technology and science to achieve some measure of lasting happiness for ourselves. But our attempts have not only been failures, but given rise to a growing sense of hopelessness. Through advancements in biological research and medical care, the life expectancy of all of us has been greatly extended. But we can then ask, we live longer for what? Is it truly an advancement that we expect to live 75 plus anxiety-ridden years instead of 60? The philosophers taught us that the natural end of man is the attainment of happiness. Today we have confused happiness with pleasure and in so doing compounded our anxiety and uneasiness. Tension is relieved by a few white pills. Anxiety and upset countered by a few green pills. Our aggravation with our neighbor, our shortness with co-workers, our angry flare-ups with our children are mellowed by one of the, or two of those pink pills. We are the Prozac generation, and our children are the Ritalin generation. When the, when the pills fail, we then take the psychiatrist, who may help us to unstring our personalities, and help us to alleviate some of the frustration, but who cannot, as Freud testifies, soothe the burning suffering within alleviate our unhappiness. For many, 
Escape is the answer. Escape to what? Drugs and alcohol are no escape. For some, there is momentary relief from a colorless life. But the exciting colors soon run with the oncoming rain of reality. And then the situation is worse than before. A confirmed cynic once told me, life is just a bowl of cherries full of pits. All of us come upon these pits in our lives. Sometimes we have to endure the discomfort of finding one and then discarding it. But oftentimes we have to endure biting into one and chipping a tooth. At times, the problems, the setbacks come one right after the other, like an avalanche, gaining momentum, speed, and strength as it makes its way down a mountainside. At other times, they are slow in impacting our lives, but nevertheless are as menacing as the gradual lava flow from the Kilauea volcano. It may be poor health, employment problems, difficulties in a marriage or in a family. It could be a sinful situation or a habit we try so hard to wrestle free from, which seems unable to let go of its hold on us as it pulls us more and more into the quicksand. Nothing at times seems to go right. Everything seems to go wrong. We can sometimes identify with the lament of Job in the third chapter of the book of Job. Sighing comes more readily to me than food, and my groans well forth like water. For what I fear overtakes me, and what I shrink from comes upon me. I have no peace, no ease. I have no rest, for trouble comes. How many people are like the 15-year-old girl I read about just the other day? She's from a wealthy family in New York. She has everything she wants. Her father is an airline executive, but he has little time for her. The girl took to drugs when she was 12 years old. That didn't bring her happiness, so she added sex. At 15, she had venereal disease and wound up in a juvenile detention center. While the, she was there, she wrote the following poem on the wall of her room. 
We are the ones on whose tombs they'll inscribe, died at 15, buried at 75. Out of the night, we breathe a sigh for those who are dead but cannot die. Some of you might say, I can take it, I can take it. <laughs> but, but you can only take an uneasy life for as long as it doesn't affect you, but it will physically, psychologically, and spiritually. You may be able to put up with a rocking boat for a length of time, but sooner or later, you'll end up with nausea. Where then do we go for peace of mind, for rest from a troubled life? In his book, Modern Man in Search of a Soul, psychiatrist Carl Jung, who was a student of Freud, wrote, I have treated many hundreds of patients, hundreds of patients, and there has not been one, not been one, whose problem in the last resort was not that of finding a religious outlook on life. Not one. Not one. Our insoluble problems will have no solution. Our inescapable situations will have no exit. Our confused journey will discover no direction. Our wave swamped ship will find no safe harbor until we come to Christ and take him at his word. Come to me, all you are weary and find life burdensome, and I will give you rest. Learn from me, for I am meek and humble of heart. Do you believe, really believe, that Christ keeps his word? He must, for he is God, and God cannot lie. He says he will lift that burden, ease that heavy load. He is not going to leave any one of us, even the worst, orphans. My dear friends, do not worry or fear or fret that your life may have an ending. Rather, fear. Fear greatly that it may never have a beginning. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Ghost.